0: Welcome to the Fantasy Goons Podcast, part of the Pucks Out family. It's time to skip the book and find out the info you need to win your league with Bobby, Davey, and Brandon.
1: Ride or die, ride or die, ride or
2: die, ride or die, ride or die, ride or die. Cody's my guy's, know that fly, know that ride or die. I keep well on my side. CJ Ack, now I got a ride or die. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the Fantasy Goons. I'm Bobby, he's Davey, and he's Brandon. Hello! You can find us on the three majors of social media now at the Fantasy Goons. Let's get you the info you need to be a champ. How are you guys this week?
1: Wonderful, wonderful. It's, uh, yeah, it's very interesting right now because it's fresh out of the trade deadline. Yeah. Things have been shaken up a little bit. And uh, I like it. It's good. I like that. I like this time of year.
0: Bondo, how's it going, bud? Pretty good, pretty good. We got us a Preds game this week. Uh, You know, I'm uh, already uh, locked into my first bye week of the playoffs, boys. Same, Uh, making making playoffs uh, across the uh, across the board for for myself. So, uh, pretty pumped about that, man. I'm
1: uh, I'm excited. So, So, how many leagues is that that you you're in the playoffs? Just four. But four, I'm only okay. in
0: four. I'm four for four.
1: I'm three so, for three this year, so okay. we're doing our job, guys. Now to be fair, <laughs> in one of those eight four, eight this season in
0: one of those four leagues, everybody makes the playoffs. So okay. I'm not doing great in that <laughs> league, but I, I did make the playoffs yeah. though. So. So, uh, so yeah. Uh
2: I'm playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. You got it, Mora. You,
0: you know what's up. Yeah, I'm um, so I'm excited. I'm really looking for. It looks like I'm having another bye week next week. If I should be nice. able to hold on, even after a poor showing this past week in uh, our main league, guys, still pulled it out. Uh, still in, in number one spot. You are so close, though. I am, I am creeping not, right now. I am not looking for because you're because I'm not having a great week currently, and you're killing it I right now. 14-0. Oh so right yeah, now. <laughs> you're killing it. So I'm going to need to step it up if I want to uh, maintain one of those bye weeks. But this is an important episode for folks.
2: So, uh... And with that said, this is a quick episode because uh, we've got a game to get to. So we're going to jump right into the news. Uh, today we're talking a little bit of the trade effects on fantasy. We've got our normal stuff like pickups, stream of the week, and tail and fade.
0: I got a few out of out, out for the season, folks that yeah. are cleared to drop in in regular drafting yeah. leagues. Which uh, I why don't you like.
2: give give us those?
0: Yeah, uh, Boone Jenner out for season, broken finger. Uh, Zach Larinsky had some surgery. He's out for season. Bobby Ryan out for season. Blake Wheeler, no timetable to return, and Stamkos is is definitely going to be out for this upcoming game that I'm, you know, within the week we're in. It it is likely that Tampa holds him out till playoffs type yeah. of the deal. They've done it before. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it again. That's not great news for uh for what I'm sure a lot of you have coasted on the draft value of Steven Stamkos yeah, to it- be held out
2: like that. Yeah, and he was—he was like one of my fantasy MVPs in the preseason. He's been very good. Let's hope that he helps you out in, in your playoffs, though.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, Willie Nylander is also out for po- COVID protocols. Though by the time that this episode airs, he should be available. Okay. Ending any uh, any type of issues I, or anything, which I, is why I didn't originally bring him.
1: up. Yeah. Okay. I think we should note to um, Freddie Anderson, goalie for Toronto. Um, he was moved to long term IR. Ooh. um Recently. So yeah. David Riddich yeah. season. Yeah, saw, yeah. yes. David
2: Riddich season.
1: That's yes. uh, that's uh, that might be a good <laughs> option. To Feels go like and 2015, get. baby. <laughs>
2: uh, but all right, let's move into trade effects on fantasy. I've got a little bit of stats uh, for these. I'll start us off with Taylor Hall. Uh, We talked about this a little bit on the main show, and they're kind of the same stats. Um, 14% in his Hart Trophy winning season with the New Jersey Devils in 17-18. Is that the apex shooting percentage of his career? So far, yes. Uh, He shot less than 10% in six of his last seven seasons, including 6.9%. Close to nice, but a little bit of a period in there. Uh, In in scoring 16 goals in 65 games. i I say
0: 6.9 counts as nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 16 goals in 65 games last season for the Devils and the Yotes and a pathetic 2.3% in scoring two goals in 37 games this season for the Sabres. Key phrase there, like I said, in the main show for the Sabres. He is with a good team now. So, you know, listen, we we talked a lot about this on the main show, but I like this for Taylor Hall. I've got some money uh, that he'll score tonight, I think, in his first game with the Bruins. Might be tomorrow night. Um, so let's, uh, what, what do you guys think? Is that, is that, I mean, this is, I think this is obvi- obviously there was only going up for Taylor Hall in fantasy. Yeah. He couldn't go he down was here. At below the, the floor.
1: Yeah. This is what it's looking like. This is where it's shaping up to be, uh, based on what I'm seeing here. Taylor Hall slotted into the left wing side with David Gracie centering second oh, okay. line with Craig Smith, um, looking like he is going to be playing the, uh, second power play unit as a defenseman. So that's what I'm reading right so five, now. Five so, uh, five offensemen? Yeah, so, yeah, that's what it's looking
0: forwards, like. Five uh, forwards running and on one a 1D.
1: And so that's what it's looking oh, like okay. right now. Yeah, yeah. Some standard. So, I mean, he's got a good line. Krejci and, you know, and Smith. Smith's actually playing really good hockey. Krejci um, is doing really well as, yeah. lately as well. I mean, Krejci so. yeah. has
2: always been really good. Dude. I like
1: that line. I like this for uh, for Taylor Hall and Boston. Dave, why don't you tell us a little bit about Kyle Palmieri? Yeah, Kyle Palmieri. I... Uh, this, this was one of the places I, I kind of wanted him to go, uh, going to New York Islanders. Uh, change in scenery. Well, I mean, is this going to help him? Uh, he doesn't even need the help, to be honest with you. He's always been a pretty solid fantasy option. I always see him in, in yeah. the top options. Um, better than uh, 0.33 goals per game since 15 and 16. Uh, this season, he's at 0.24 with uh, eight goals in 34 games. Uh, he has not been lower than 0.66 points uh, per game during that span. This season, he's at 0.50. So, Impressive stats there. Um I'm seeing him. I'm seeing him. This is what I'm looking like right now. Um third line. He's gonna play left wing with uh Peugeot centering and Wallstrom on right wing. And it looks like he will also get second line power play time on uh, so yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's you
0: that's, should
2: drop him just
1: because he had to get the lose the beard. That's really <laughs> yeah, that's, right.
0: But but <laughs> But in all seriousness, getting some power play time is going to be key for him. He is Mm -hmm. a very prolific power play goal scorer. So that is extremely valuable uh, as a fantasy option. When sometimes going to a better team can hurt you, I don't necessarily, I mean, and moving to the third line, it might, you know, unless, I mean, unless you can get some of those valuable power play points Mm -hmm. uh, that can come out of that. Next guy we have, Anthony Mantha, uh, 24 goals in a season twice and matched that pace in 43 games last season with the worst team in the NHL uh, during a rebuild. 5.7 million through 23-24. We talked about this a little bit on the main show. I think this was a great trade deadline move for the future for the Caps. They gave up quite a bit. I think it was a really good move. For all parties involved, we'll see how it ends up for the Capitals uh, as they took the much larger risk Mm -hmm. on on this end.
1: Vrana's a stud, man. I like Vrana.
0: He is. Uh, Mantha Mantha has been held captive in in Detroit there. I am really excited for this move. Left wing, right wing capability. I'm actually going to talk about it a little bit. uh, Okay. Talk about him in a a little bit as far as a uh, pickup of the week. I am. Uh, I am pleased with the move. They gave up quite a bit to to get him, but this is. I think it's going to work. There's yeah. a lot of star power there. This is a guy that uh, that can slot into nearly any of their lines. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm excited for that move for the Capitals. It was. It was what I said earlier as a. Uh, as a cup move mm-hmm. for the for the Capitals, in my opinion, and it
1: looked like and I, ho- I hope you don't mention this earlier or later, but he looking like he's going to be on the second line with potentially. You know,
0: I didn't have any specifics okay. on where, so, yeah, so that and, will that uh, will supplement my yeah, uh, yeah. my
1: discussion. So okay. Backstrom but, and and Oshi, it's looking like, but an, that's
0: uh, a really really solid place that you want to be, and it, mm-hmm. and it and it really bolsters my
1: pick-up option for him if for that's sure. where he yeah. lands, for sure. Absolutely.
2: All right, well, I'm going to round us out with Nick Foligno, Uh Under 50% in puck possession this season, uh, 46.2 uh, for his Corsi. Expected goals percentage at 45.16. Uh, he has a minus two goal scored above average. Better shooting season, uh, 9.6, than he did last season, which was a 7.6. But neither is up to his established standards of 11.6, which is a pretty high. That's super high. It's too high, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> uh, and he has seven goals and nine assists in forty-two games this season. Uh, will that create space for Tavares and Marner? I I think so. And you know, like again, I say, like we said on the main show, we talked about all this in the main show uh, this week. But yeah, no, I think that as he's going to benefit this from this, but everyone that he plays along with is going to benefit from his presence. Yeah,
0: I definitely said earlier on the uh, on the main show that I think that this is more of a a great hockey move for the Maple Leafs, then it yeah. is a great fantasy move for you. And yeah. Unless mm-hmm. you already have the guys that he's going to be helping out. This isn't something that we can give you insight on. Like you're not dropping Tavares already. You're not no. dropping Marner already. So if you have them, this could definitely help you out. But I think it definitely hurts his fantasy value. Probably slotting in third line. I mean, he is going to be, I, it was one of those things that I said in the main show that is not necessarily fantasy focused. I think it was probably one of the best moves from one of those top teams in terms of what it can do for your mm-hmm. team. For sure.
1: And it, he's, he's a versatile guy too, so... They could literally slot. He could slot. They could slot him in pretty much any line, and he probably would be okay in those and spots. They're not you know? bringing.
0: They're not bringing him in for his point scoring and goal no. scoring ability, which could go can go any which way. Any guy, time you bring a guy in, I mean, you know, they could score, or they could not score, right? Because chances are that they're not going to score. Uh, whereas Felino is brought in for what he can provide the team, and I, I mean, I just think it, as far as a hockey move, it was the probably one of the better moves the trade deadline i don't know how much it'll help fantasy for him fantasy for guys that you're going to pick up i think it ultimately hurts your options fantasy wise unless you already have the guys that bobby was talking
2: yeah so let's move into our pickups i've got connor brown right now we are in the a lot of you in the playoffs some of you are coming up in the playoffs you need you need deep guys uh some of us like me are struggling bad from injuries. Uh, he's a left wing, right wing of uh positioning from Ottawa. He has scored in seven straight as a recording franchise record, 16% own in deep leagues. You know what? Maybe he's not great in cat leagues, but if you're in a points league, this guy's going to get you some points. Uh, he's going to continue playing They're They're, you know, they're, they're working on their young guys. You know, this is a good young guy who looks like a, a looks like a t- very talented goal scorer.
0: Yeah. And not a lot left on Ottawa. It's uh, mm-hmm. one of the few potential pieces. The only thing I hate is only a 3 game week and one off night. Uh and then the other two games are against Vancouver,
2: yeah. which could not happen. Yeah, and here's the thing. If you get him now, you're going to get him uh listen, get him. He's not going to this isn't the best week to have him, but people are going to the games that he's got, he's going to keep performing well and then people are going to start getting him so you, you have jump. them for for the next for the next week and the week after that. Mm. These
0: these pickups to me are just so valuable right now that you can't pick up a guy for us for a Monday game when his only other two games of the week could potentially not even happen. So that would be my biggest yeah. thing. But that those games, are gonna, those biggest. games are going to get
2: rescheduled for when you're deep in deep the if playoffs. You ha- if
0: you have a if you have a bye week this week, it's one of the guys that I'm definitely definitely targeting. Uh, you know, so, I'm not I'm not hating on your pick, Bobby. I'm just saying those guys that have just squeaked yeah. into that sixth playoff spot. It may not be the spot to go mm. for you if you don't if you can't afford to miss two yeah. extra games.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I like him. I like uh, Connor Brown a lot. Um, the only thing that scares me about him is he did bounce third and fourth line a little bit. He does play second power play unit, though, for sure. So that helps. Wow. Um, and he's been fairly consistent as a player and for only being 16% and, and, on, so it's a good stream
0: and not to not to add on to my trying to argue my point and make it look better or anything even if you are a have a bye week this this week the following week they have two games against Vancouver and one against the the Habnadians which is not until later in the week if all four of those Vancouver games get get canceled that could be a, a, a an ad that
1: hurts you but if you have uh, an eight ad league grab them for sure, a yeah. <laughs> right if you're, <laughs> you if you're not struggling yeah, listen, on an ad tweet I'm, no no it's not a bad league no
0: yeah. no it's not a bad it was I, I i didn't want to argue it's a bad call but i did feel it was it was needed for us to throw this out there to a few of the folks that may first of all We have not, I don't think we've established ourselves enough to where you hear one of us say it and then you go at him. Like, obviously, (laughs) hopefully you're doing a little bit of independent research on your own, but you know, for those, uh, I mean, we, we, I I feel like most of our pickups have played fairly decent. Mm -hmm. So there may be some folks out there that do that. Just keep
2: that in mind. That's, I mean, you got a four to five ad ad team. I mean, I'm still getting thanked from people about my Matisse Heckle. I mean, yes, I'm the person who thanked me, but I'm still getting thanked. <laughs> <You're> right, <laughs> I but thank you. myself every
0: morning. Yeah. I wake up and look at <laughs> me and thank myself. So, I so it's it's one of those great pick, Bobby. And I don't, I'm not trying to I'm that. I'm going to edit out
2: everything out except for that right there. That's okay, <laughs> and that's
0: fine. and that's your prerogative as the uh, as the person who edits the podcast. But I did want to throw that out there that you know. Be careful if that's one of your ads and you're in a low ad for sure.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh know what do you got?
0: Yeah, I actually have a couple for the folks. Uh, like I said, we want to get uh, as much info out there as we can in the short amount of time we're gonna be gonna be uh recording. My higher percentage pickup that we have, Anthony Mantha. I- I've already talked about that. Davey already talked about him possibly getting slotted in in the second line with Backstrom, and uh, who was the third? Oshi. Wow. I mean, what a great line, even if it's just secondary assists that you're going to pull in. Uh, I'm sure that he'll probably get a little power play two-time. 44% rostered. They have four games this upcoming week. Left wing, right wing capability. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see how he fits there in Washington. Obviously, Uh, I'm not dropping anything like huge for him or anything. Uh, But you'll definitely want to have him if he gets hot, Uh, especially if you're one of those lower end teams that needs a spark to move on to the next Mm -hmm. round. He could be what's what provides it. So it's almost the question of, you know, am I am I keeping? Am I keeping Anthony? Am I picking up Anthony Mantha, or am I risking it with a guy like Johnny Gaudreau, even Mm -hmm. who has been very, very slow lately?
1: Yeah, and uh, and,
0: in in some leagues that I got some some decent positioning, I've been able to to grab Johnny Gaudreau. But if I didn't, if I wasn't in such a good position, playoff wise or or bye week wise it wouldn't be a risk that I'm taking on Johnny Gaudreau. I'm taking the risk on the other side, going to a guy like Mantha. Yeah.
1: 56% available. In, 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 in Mantha for me, uh, I, sp- I think I talked about him on the show, um, uh, maybe a month or two ago. Yeah, I think you and, did. And well. he was one of my guys that I decided to part ways with because of the team he was playing for. Now, if, if, if you flash back and two months ago, he was playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's a guy you probably aren't dropping at that time. So, I think that this is going to do great things for or uh, for uh, the Capitals. I'm um, sorry, but um, uh, I think it's gonna be great. I like this move a lot.
0: Um, and, and then my lower percentage pick that uh, you know, so we can get more of a majority because I like to keep it real low on percentage wise. So most of the folks listening can can go and grab him. Jake DeBrusk, six percent rostered right now. As you'll hear later, I'm tailing Boston this week. Could be a great add with four games new energy after the trade after the trade deadline uh i think i already said left wing right wing but but since his since him coming back from injury five games back he he, averaging 1.8 shots per game uh in the past five games about 15 minutes of ice time two point only two points since he's returned uh but uh power play points in that so getting a little power play time which may go away with Taylor Hall coming in it just depends on where he's slotted I mean at 6% owned with a dual capability in four games this week you may be able to find some some spots for him so so yeah. uh, so that so I gave you my big pickup but not a lot of availability across the leagues whereas Jake DeBrush should be available in most of, of mm, what yeah. you're looking at
2: yeah. alright Davey round us out in our pickups
1: yeah, so I have a Chandler Stevenson for the Vegas Golden Knights. He's eighteen percent rostered, center left wing eligibility. Uh, currently, he's sitting at eight goals, fifteen assists, uh, two hundred and forty-eight faceoffs. One, he's decent in the hits and blocks category as well. Uh, he's playing for an excellent team, and he's uh, this is this is the part that really gets me. This is fresh. This has just happened over the last couple of weeks. Um, he's now centering the first line with Patcharadi and Stone. Wow. Um, so, and he's on the first power play unit. So I grabbed him today in Pack of the Litter. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I had to. I mean, you can't. There's a few guys here and there that you could drop. We before I... Uh, yeah, absolutely. The pod is, yeah, I almost uh, <laughs> did. I almost grabbed him, and I, and I picked Stevenson over him just because I liked where he was slotted in the lineup. I dropped
0: James uh, Van Riemsdyk. And that's one he's of those guys... slow. Hard to drop. But. Almost thought, almost dropped Craigie. Okay, But I was like, "Uh, ah, the value long-term could be really there for Krejci. And now that you said, oh, he may be centering Taylor Hall's line, I was like, oh, great move, Brandon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and another good thing for Chandler Stevenson this week is he's got four games, three against the Sharks and one against Anaheim. So if you're playing first line against these teams, I expect some production out of him in in all the categories that he's good for. So um, that's my pick. Sure up that top spot. Yeah, in the,
2: in the West. All right, let's move into our streams of the week. I've got pretty much the young guys on the Preds. Right now, they've got three against Chicago. A lot of vets are injured. These are a huge six points up for grabs. These young guys will want to prove themselves. And so far this season, the second half of the season, the young guys have been the driving force for the Predators. And I don't see them going anywhere. Listen, if you've got Preds players um, or even you know, Preds young guys, play them this week. They have been pretty good against Chicago this year. And they're going to be pushing hard. They want to get in the playoffs like any team, but more than usual, because listen, it, the Preds, their windows, they, many have said their window have already closed. This is, I think they there. This is their last year. If they want to get something going, they've got contracts coming up. I don't know
0: how you guys feel. I'm sorry to cut you off, Bobby. If you weren't I done. done, I am very excited with the minimalistic moves that the Predators made. I feel like, you shouldn't yeah. have gone and made any moves hardcore one
2: way or the other. It yeah. seemed to have been but at the what same has time, hurt us in the past year. Seen few years. how little Bruins paid for Taylor Hall. Mm-hmm. What would we've had to pay for Taylor Hall on I mean, it? Like like I feel like we could have paid a reasonable amount to get Taylor Hall. I, you
1: know, and I know it's yeah. really difficult right now to get rid of somebody like an Eckholm who was the number one name on the block for the Predators. Um, but I felt like this was the year they had to do that. I mean, coming into the expansion draft, coming in and all these things, they only have a limited amount of people to protect. Well, right now he's valuable. I yeah, feel I get like. that. So, and
2: so t- this morning, David Poyle, when asked, he actually said he was never planning on getting rid of Ekholm, and not just that, he will Ekholm will not be available. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I, who are
1: they going to put up,
0: Fabro? I, I, I really, I really <laughs> like that. I mean, hopefully Matt Duchesne. Well, you do oh, what they be great. <laughs> you do what the what they did last time, right? I mean. Protect, what is it? Five defensemen, nine skaters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can do that with Fabro,
2: Yossi, Ecom, Ellis. Yeah. Ellis. Yeah. Or do what the Preds did, leave open an old vet who you know is going to retire. And James be, Neal. Yeah, I mean, listen, be like, oh yeah, you want to take <laughs> that Perita? dude is the real deal guy. Yeah. That dude was the real deal. So I'm sorry, I, I don't know anybody by the name of James Neal. I know someone by the name of Cali Yonkro. I know somebody. Man, I
0: know nobody. Know somebody by the name of Real Deal.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: no, I'm. I, I'm. I just I like that he. I didn't want us to sell off.
2: Yeah, I'm but just, I didn't
0: yeah. want us to go and pay a premium for a guy like yeah. Ryan Hartman that could be yeah. something or yeah. not.
2: So I really yeah. like what we where we're yeah, we're, I, we're streaking right now. So I didn't want to sell. That was my biggest. I I didn't want to right. be like I, that that because you know what? Just getting the playoffs. You're in playoff contention. But we got to stay there. We, we yeah, got yeah. to get in the playoffs.
0: I agree. I, I I mean, even if we lose first round, nobody can blame him for losing first round. No. But you can blame him for selling off and us missing the so playoffs. So here's the thing.
2: There is a, I mean, we, we're closing in on what, maybe 16 games left in the season, something like that? 14, 15?
0: 15, yeah. Some, the, games, some the, teams less, The yeah.
2: opportunity is there to sneak into that third position. I mean, it, we, we've got to win the games that we should win and win the games that we shouldn't win if we want to get that done
0: is and it, is it going to be
2: 1-1 one
0: playing, one playing 4 i believe one playing division. yeah each division i think division? Each, so i think right yeah. now we're lined
2: up to play tampa mm.
0: tampa okay so mm. it's 1-1 one, one playing 1v4. 4 within the within the within your own division yes. okay so we're lined up to play tampa honestly though moving into third and then having to play carolina doesn't sound like that much more intriguing Girl, there's, there's
2: also the shot that we get into third and play, end up playing florida
1: that's who you want <laughs> yeah. you want florida i mean yeah, i don't know we've struggled with florida this well, actually. Player. well yeah. we
2: struggled against all those teams so <laughs> yeah. well, right right so i mean you
0: know like why not pick the team that made no moves at the yeah. at the deadline
1: yeah. and if you and lose to it's and, like hey we lost to the defending champs i feel like florida's starting to fall a little bit but i, I but meanwhile they're still playing good hockey i, I mean think you know just fall. to
0: bring up, since we've brought up florida and we're doing pretty okay on time I do want to highlight I really I don't know how you feel about this Davey. We brought it up on the main show. Brandon Montour, I feel like was a yeah. fantastic hockey move for yeah. Florida. You know, it really may it really added a great piece for them. You know, I mean, obviously you're not going to replace Ekblad, but Montour, yeah. I mean, you know, he's been a product of his team this year. I mean, he's played pretty well in Anaheim over the past few years. I feel like we could have put up pretty equivalent stats at buffalo uh yeah. and you know i've skated i skated like four or five times in my whole life it just didn't seem like it was that hard to be a part of the buffalo Sabres <laughs> hockey team uh so yeah
1: i'm happy for him to to get out of there me and too, then, yeah, me to too. That. and i think florida was a really great
0: move i'm not looking like if we're being completely honest in a seven game playoff series as a predators fan it's crazy for me to say this I think we match up better with Tampa. We've lost. I feel like we've lost more to them than we have the other two. But when playoffs come around, it's a different ball game. And I just feel like we fit better against them than we do against Carolina or Florida.
1: Man. Well, they Honestly. did whip up on, on the season one game, didn't they? I mean, pretty, pretty big score. What was it I don't remember that one, but that was the Preds beat them pretty big this season.
0: Well, and, I and mean, it was a
1: look good. It looked yeah, great. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and now that when they had some players out that game and stuff, yeah. and then, you know, they've come back and they shut us out pretty recently. It's, it's more about look, I trust that despite winning the cup last year, that Tampa without Kucherov will slip more than these other two teams have throughout the mm. season. You know, Tampa's been extremely, extremely streaky. So yeah. like we'll, you we'll, get them on the right end of a streak. That's an opportunity to move to the next round. Mm-hmm. And with that confidence of moving to the next round comes opportunities to just like we did, I mean 2017, you sweep the best team in quotation marks in the league. Bro, that you can't tell me that confidence didn't didn't burn them through multiple more yeah. rounds after the fact. So Davey, I really liked yours and it was going to be mine, Uh, but you beat me to it. Uh.
1: You know, it's tough to want to stream a team like the Dallas Stars, especially because they're, I think, you know, they're still back behind Chicago and Nashville for that fourth spot. But uh, but
0: not far not enough too far. to where it it's scares tight. you
1: from them. It's tight. And
0: this week, right
2: here, oh yeah, this is
1: the big one. Oh this is the big goodness. one. Four games, must-win games against yeah. the Detroit Red. Bulls. On the main show, I said it's the uh, most important week of their season. Oh gosh, hands down. And we both agreed. I
2: think they split.
1: Yeah, and I think they, they might. do too. They might. But here's what we got: the return of Sagan, Bishop, and Radulov. It's near. It could be. It could be here. And I'm hoping by the time you know this airs, they're back. I really do. Um, I'm banking on that, um, and that's like receiving excellent hockey players at the deadline. That's like going out and trading for top names in the in the league, you know. And so they're getting three of these guys back who are difference makers on and off the ice, hands down, no matter what. So now this is the that's the primary reason I think Dallas stood bad at the deadline. Now they did claim Sammy in on waivers from New Jersey, but he's not a I fantasy appeal. Don't hate that, but, right?
0: Well, I feel like he could provide some. I feel like it's one of those uh, one of those pieces like Nick Foligno. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, That adds to that top portion of the, yeah, which is a a, a much more acquirable group than than the Toronto Maple Leafs guys that are right, going to get a boost. Right. I mean, you know, well,
1: Tyler Sagan may be available in your league, yeah, type he, of deal. He might be. Well, in in Votnin last year had five goals, eighteen assists, uh, fifty hits, and eighty blocks. That's pretty good stats. I don't hate a, it. Not man. bad I, for a guy to just claim. You well, know? And, he's a, and especially in a categories league,
0: Botanin is was a pretty good across-the-board mm-hmm. Cats guy. Dallas Stars, as we sit right now, are three games played behind the Predators, but only six points behind the Predator. I mean, we're talking, mm-hmm. we could be having a showdown come the end of the season. I think we're gonna. You have <laughs> to win. At very least, mm-hmm. three of these four you games against to. the Red Wings. You have to if you want to be relevant playoff-wise. I think, though, that for our, our purpose here, putting them as the stream of the week, I think that all four games, you're going to get performances mm-hmm. from these guys. you got a
1: desperate team. Desperate, desperate times call for desperate measures. These boys are going all out. These guys are—they're Lind- going to win big. I think
0: Lindell's going to be available, like mm-hmm. you said. Radulov coming off injury, probably available. Sagan probably yeah. available. I've seen Jamie Ben available in some leagues. Mm-hmm. You know, not many, but you know, he—he's he, out there uh, to those that don't believe in
1: the stars. Gurionov's available in some leagues. I mean, he's struggling this season, but he's still going to be available, and he's going to be skating second line. So you you yeah. get him. You know, You might be able to get some pieces for mm-hmm. sure,
0: and some good matchup pieces. I really loved the uh, re- really loved the pick because it was right as right like I like to go with that stream of the week. That team that yeah. needs
2: it this yeah. week. Yeah,
0: mine. I have a team similar to Davies' team. the The Rangers four games against the Devils this week. Uh, on the tail of Boston for that fourth spot. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So tough schedule to to pull them in. But if you can grab one of these guys early, you're going to get four games uh, across the week on a low lighter game week overall. Might be tough to get them into the lineup, but uh, but my my thing is if you're listening to this on Monday. Find a guy that you like that you can stream across four games, and you can get four games out of a out of one of these ads because this week is going to be so important to what's your weak spot? You know what's their weak spot? Who? Can, what? What matchup can you exploit? If you're destroying, if you've been destroying teams each week by fifteen goals, don't go out and find the goal scorer. Go out and find the hitter that's mm-hmm. going to give you. 15 more hits and you know, so like that's what I'm looking at is is the, the Rangers who are streaking right now and have a chance to slide into that playoff spot. If my tail is to drop.
2: All right. We've got, we're, we're, we're cutting it close. So we're just going to keep trucking on. Let's move into our tail and fade of tailing the pens. They've got three against the devils, one against Boston. I think that's pretty much sums up what they, uh, you know, listen, it's going to be a shootout with Boston, but I mean, they should be able to just roll over the Devils. Uh Davey, we got.
1: Yeah, there's no surprise here. It's certainly one of the obvious choices here with the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh they have some fan they have some fantasy relevant options to slot in uh in- including Alex Tuck, 40% owned, 14 goals, 11 assists, four power play points. Uh Chandler Stevenson who we talked about earlier, Riley Smith still relatively available, 30% owned. Um he gets uh, hits uh hits as well, so that that helps. I uh, love the addition of Matthias Janmark. I uh, got to know him pretty well in his Dallas days um, and he has great potential to be a threat. I think uh, he's got 10 goals, nine assists, you know, pending where he's slotted. I think he's going to be a decent stream for, uh, for some, for some folks.
2: All right, Bondo, we got,
0: uh, yeah, I have the, uh, Boston Bruins four games this week, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. So a couple of off nights, first three are against the Sabres. So that is boding Well, the other game against the pins, Mark, our mike riley the d- defenseman that they acquired from ottawa 19 assists this year uh could be a good potential add depending on where he gets slotted on the d pairing uh especially if you need a a good defenseman with a with a good few games I like uh interested in seeing taylor halls deployment which I had written on my doc before you kind of mentioned what the thought process is. I have I'm doubling up on my uh on my opinion with with uh Craig G and uh Craig Smith. Mm-hmm. That that seems like a right level of deployment for him with some power play two time. I, I said I noted on here before knowing the potential deployment, check for some cheap line deployments. Greg Smith and David Krejci is about as as cheap as they come <laughs> when it comes solid. to adding not great um, versatility in, in terms of their 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 positioning. But um but if you get a guy, especially if you're higher opportunity, you have a buy this upcoming week, I'm going and adding a couple of those Boston players in the chance that uh that, that line starts lighting it up. I'm tailing Boston this week. They need some wins. They need to put some space in between them and the Rangers. And I've got directly conflicting picks on my on my stream and my tail <laughs> for that reason. Because I mean both teams could show up and play and they don't play each other. So that, that could be a good opportunity for for the uh four devils games for the Rangers and three Sabres games for the Bruins
2: with some new pieces added. Uh, Why don't you uh, take us right into your fading?
0: Yeah, I'm going to fade the the Ducks this week. Uh, They've been playing a little better as of late, so it's not it's not a purely it's this isn't my last week Sabres pick because they're just bad. (laughs) They are, but they're not. They're not horrendous there. There is a little bit of value there, but only two games this week. Seemingly nothing to play for at this point. You could find some useful stream options, uh, you know, if if the timing works out and it doesn't hurt you long term. I mean, Adam Henrique has been has been pretty decent, Uh, so I'm not completely hating on the Ducks, but except for the fact that, I mean, two games is a really rough week Mm -hmm. to get over if you have, you know, I mean, because like at this point, you know, I'm dropping You know, David Pasternak, if that's the only guy that doesn't have a game, if I don't get to the next round, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're at the point where you're dropping anybody and everybody to make sure you move on because Mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Um, so, and
2: they, and they sent down, uh, my boy Trevor Zegra. So I picked, I mean, I yeah. got him in a couple leagues and he, you know, he did well, but he, uh, he's in the NA spots in me for me you in know, a lot of right. Yeah.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. if you have that NA spot, it, it's a perfect opportunity to grab. If you have a buy, you know, and you can foresee a, a decent week for one of these guys that the bye week is that time that that's, that's your biggest advantage mm-hmm. is that you can go and grab these little guys that doesn't hurt you long-term but make sure you plan for that. You have five extra ads as opposed to the, your opponent, but it doesn't help if you add a guy that only has one or two games the following week. So make sure you're checking on that. But, uh, but ducks are just something I'm staying away for playing Kings in Vegas. The games are too far apart to have any value early on It's the Tuesday and a Saturday game. So it's not like you can add a guy on Tuesday mm-hmm. and, and hold him through Saturday to make it give you any value. If it was a Tuesday and Thursday, maybe you could argue taking that guy a Tuesday and Wednesday. You can find some spots and then get rid of him uh, as another streaming option. Tuesday and Saturday are just too far apart. And this is not one of the weeks that I would suggest using an ad for a one game play. Dave, What do you got? Uh, so I have, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I do have a quick, I know we're on a time crunch, but I do have a quick bonus. Edmonton Oilers also only have two games this week. Your cool. stars you're keeping those yeah. fringe guys. You got to get rid of if, yeah. you, if mm-hmm. you're in the if you're in the cusp. So I did want to throw that on there because that's a team that, you know, guys probably have a lot of those fringe guys playing on dry sidle and right. Connor McDavid's line. Unless you can afford it. It's those some of those guys that I'm not holding in the chance that, uh, you know, I think that my, the main three guys, four guys, Mike Smith, Connor McDavid, Leon R.N.H. r, r-, r- uh, and hopkins. hopkins Ryan Nugent Hopkins, yeah. I Maybe. forget his
1: first name was the, was the biggest thing. So that's <laughs>
0: something I want to throw out there that I'd probably be looking to drop them if you can't afford to hold
1: Nice. So I, I have the Calgary Flames. Uh, they have lost eight of their last ten. Uh, they're going to keep on losing, I guarantee it. Uh, they lost Sam Bennett and David Reddick. Uh, now, you know, now that those two guys have been traded to, to better teams, though, Bennett, Florida Panthers and um, Riddick Toronto, I think their fantasy appeal certainly increases a little bit. I mean, I don't think they were ever huge fantasy relevant guys, but uh, the Flames are about eight points out of uh, a, a playoff spot as, as of recording. I think they're done. I am fading the Calgary Flames.
2: Cool. and we are in the two minute uh, drill right now. I've got the Canucks if they're in the back. And this was going to be a discussion topic, but it is what it is. Uh, Will they even be trying? Summing it up, no. The fact is these guys are going to be coming back from pretty severe, some of them severe COVID symptoms. No, they're not going to be trying that hard. They're going to just be trying to be uh, just right out to the end of the the season. All right, everyone. Thanks for uh, bearing with us on this quick episode. We will see you all next week, and good luck. Peace. This has been the Fantasy Goons Podcast, brought to you by Standing Stone Farms. Listen to the boys every week and join in on the conversation on the three majors of social media.